Hello, welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are in the book of Ecclesiasticus, where I like to call it the wisdom of Sharak. And we're in chapter 25. We're going to do it with 26 because it ends here about the wicked woman uh, in uh, 13 here in chapter 25. And then in 26, it starts to talk about the virtuous woman. And I think they should go together. We can't just look at the negative. We want to look at the good things too. So, and that's the way Proverbs are. So we're just going to run these two together, folks. What do you think of that? So, in the book of Ecclesiasticus, the wisdom of Sirach, chapter 25, verse 1, it says, In three things I, I was beautified and stood up beautiful, both before God and men. The unity of brethren the love of neighbors, a man and a wife that agree together. Notice this Notice this great harmony of people here together that he is saying is so beautiful here. All right, and two, though, it says three sorts of men my soul hateth, and I am greatly offended at their life. A poor man that is proud a rich man that is a liar, and an old adulterer that doteth. Boy, that is a mouthful, and, uh, you know, the pride's always evil, and the rich men are known to lie. They just are. They, It's Machiavellian in nature, and they d just believe in controlling masses. Now, that rule's made to be broken, okay? If the rich man has any morals... He won't be uh, uh, under the thumb of the occult doctrine of Machiavellia, uh, the prince it's called. And then there's plenty of these old adulterers that I've known in my life that just would not let it go. They are so addicted to it. It's, it's, it's terrible. And the lust that's inside them and uh, the offense of doing this to other people and the family and the kids and the destruction and the hatred and and it can end up in violence too. The old adulterer that has not learned his lesson. Okay, in three, if thou hast gathered nothing in thy youth, how canst thou find anything in thine old, in thine age? Okay, see you don't dive in there immediately and get the wisdom and understanding. I mean, it could be some other work that you should do. Yes, you don't wait till you're old to start that. But the main thing is to have the wisdom and understanding that comes out of the doctrine that God has given you there. But you and I have to dive in there and start to seek her wisdom and understanding with all our heart. Why wait till you're old? Why wait till you're on your deathbed? See, people have been brainwashed, brainwashed, folks, to think they can just think something up. Oh, it's just going to hit me in the head. Oh, most people go to heaven. Well, that seems logical. It seems logical, but you're not God, and I'm not God. And most people don't go to heaven, 
And you're seeing that out here. Most people end up in H-E-double-L. Now, that's what the doctrine says. Okay? God, and when Ezra's talked about that, to Jesus Christ there, he said, do you think you can uh, love the creature that I, that I created, the creature? Man, inside the womb. Do you think you love that man more than me or that woman? Okay, but to get this wisdom and understanding that we're discussing, you start immediately. I don't care what age you are, and don't wait till you're old, all right? In four, it says, how, oh, how comely a thing is judgment for gray hairs and for ancient men to know counsel. See, judgment is a good word. Not hypocritical judgment. No, like the Pharisees. No, like the rabbis over there. No, this is real judgment that comes through the Holy Ghost and knowing the doctrine and how, how comely a thing it is for the old timers to know the Lord so that they can judge with authority and do it properly. Five, it says, Oh, how comely is the wisdom of old men and understanding and counsel to men of honor. Question mark. Okay, now, ladies, this goes for you too. And when it comes to Proverbs, it's been written like this. King Solomon was the one that wrote it in this context uh, to, to his son more than to his daughter. You follow me? Uh, but it doesn't matter. You, this is goes for all people, all right, all people. There's no prejudice here at all. Six, much experience is the crown of old men, and the fear of God is their glory. Again, without the fear of God, you are through. You can't understand these scriptures. You'll end up in the believing the Ptolemy school and all their Antichrist preachers out here. Yeah, you won't be able to discern the truth from the lies, okay? The Christ from the Antichrist. You won't be able to discern their doublespeak that they use continually on the pulpit. There's another meaning to the initiates of their cult on the pulpit. Yes, there is. And uh, so the fact is, that's all from not fearing God Almighty. Someday you will, if you're one of these or origin uh, philosophers out there, someday you're going to be on your face. In 7, it says, There be nine things which I have judged in mine heart to be happy, and the tenth I will utter with my tongue, a man that hath joy in his children, and he that liveth to see the fall of his enemy. And our enemies who? Lucifer and all his followers. Goodbye. In seven there, the sacred number. Well is him that dwelleth with a wife of understanding. Amen to that one. And that hath not slipped with his tongue. How about that? and that hath not served a man more unworthy than himself. How about that? 
I tell you what, that wife of understanding, that is one big blessing sent from the Lord. No accident there. Nine, it says, well is him that hath found prudence, and he that speaketh in the ears of him that will hear. And prudence, uh, you're, you're diligent. You're diligent in your practices. You stay true blue. You put one foot in front of the other. You're plowing hard, and you're not slipping left or right. Prudence. Okay, and what a friend prudence is. Tennis says, oh, how great is he that findeth wisdom. Explanation point. Yet is there none above him that feareth the Lord. Period. But the love of the Lord passeth all things for illumination. That's the real light. He that holdeth it. Whereto shall he be likened? Yeah, that's it. The agape love that comes from God Almighty. 12, it says, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of his love, and faith is the believing of... No, and faith is the beginning of cleaving unto him. Are we all cleaving unto him? Yes, we are. So I'll read it all through. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of his love, and faith faith is the beginning of cleaving unto him. How about that? 13, parentheses, give me, parentheses, and any plague but the plague of the heart and any wickedness but the wickedness of a woman. And this woman seems to be what? Practicing witchcraft, doesn't she? Because this is real life wickedness. This ain't just a an argument over who didn't do the dishes. This is true evil inside this woman. I think she's practicing the craft. How about you, table people? Okay, uh, 14. And any affliction but the affliction from them that hate me. And any revenge but the revenge of enemies. See, when these um, Jesus, Chirac, and Jesus came out with all this, they got in trouble. And we're going to see that here through the uh, people that are on the Ptolemy side, the Alexander school side. They came at him, and he was uh, being accused. All right? And uh, so he has a prayer in here of protection that he got from the Lord. We all will get that, won't we? There is no head above the head of a serpent, and there is no wrath above the wrath of an enemy. How about that one? And those are our enemies, whether we like it or don't like it. Uh, the Ptolemy School of philosophy from Alexandria and Pergamos started all these religions out here. Yes, they did. All the pieces of Osiris. Yes, indeed, including the fraudulent, fake Christianity. That's how they destroy it. See, they get on the inside. Well, like this uh, lady practicing the craft. She does her damage from next to you. 
around you. Uh, if she's away from you, that doesn't even count. Who cares? But they get in there next to you, and here comes the evil. Now, that's exactly what the Ptolemy School of Thought did by creating the fake Christian cults in the world, along with all the other religions that they produced. 16. I had rather dwell with a lion and a dragon than to keep house with a wicked woman. There she is. She's practicing the craft. 17. The wickedness of a woman changed, changeth her face and darkeneth her countenance like sackcloth. There she is. Oh boy. Hey, did she do that on Beltane? Or was it Imbolc? Am I pronouncing that right? Imbolc? Okay. Where she, she what, she shapeshift or just change her face? Anyway, she's two-faced anyhow. All witches are. Eighteen, her husband shall sit among his neighbors, and when he heareth it, shall sigh bitterly. Okay, so here he is being tormented through that. All wickedness is but little to the wickedness of a woman. Let the portion of a sinner fall upon her, and that includes that whore of Babylon, the, the, the uh, queen of heaven, she's called, right? Diana, the goddess. In 20, it says, as the climbing up a sandy way is to the feet of the aged, so is a wife full of words to a quiet man. Okay, so... This is uh, ungodly talk here. This isn't someone that's talking about the Bible here. No, 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 no. You're digging in the mud. You're a four-wheel drive stuck in the mud up to the axles here in 20. And here comes the words, and they're not full of edification for people. No, there'd be no, no problem with that. The problem here is these are ungodly words. 21, stumble not at the beauty of a woman and desire her not for pleasure. Okay, so you, don't be lusting. Don't be lusting. 22, a woman, if she maintain her husband, is full of anger, impotency, and much reproach. Impotency, reproach. Okay, and here she is. She's what? Ruling the roost. Okay, and uh, is she doing it in the right manner? That's the question. It don't sound like it to me. In 23, a wicked woman abateth the courage, maketh a heavy countenance and a wounded heart. A woman that will not comfort her husband in distress maketh weak hands and feeble knees. So here we have the uh, dialectic process. A house divided against itself will fall. That's the words of Jesus Christ. And here we have the couple, and it looks like they're just fighting day and night here. That's the way it seems. In 24, uh, this is Genesis 3.6 and 1 Timothy 2.14. Of the woman came the beginning of sin, and through her we all die. Okay? 
And what Adam was pretty wimpy. He didn't have a backbone, did he? So he's at fault too. That's my comment. Okay, 25. Give the water no passage, neither a wicked woman liberty to gad abroad. Okay? And we know the hanky-panky when the woman that is practicing the craft, which there's no moral compass involved in that, People can get really weak when it comes to falling for the uh, evil out here and being enticed, okay? And we all can got to look out for that. 26, if she go not as thou wouldest have her, cut her off from thy flesh and give her a bill of divorce and let her go. Now, that's a time and a place. Believe me, these things don't apply in every situation, but in this one case, in 26, it applies. There's a time when you just cannot yoke with these people. Now, the Apostle Paul said to hang in there with your spouse if he doesn't believe. Don't divorce him because you can what? Be surety for him. You can convince him to be a believer. If the Lord knows you enough, he will cause that man to become a believer somehow, and the Lord can do it. But now in chapter 26, we have a, the good wife and a good conscience and glad man, and, a, and then it switches back to the, the wicked wife again. Um, and then it goes to both of them, good and bad wives. All right, and uh, then we talk about the Merchants being and the hucksters, the uh, worst of all is the ten unseen merchant kings of the multinational corporations that have the world's wealth today. There's your power base. Forget all the little politics, all the stuff given to us on the TV set. There are ten multinational corporations that have the world's wealth, and IBM's the worst. And it just celebrated what? Its 100th birthday. 100 years. Notice that's a derivative of 10. Okay, but on we go in 26. It says, Blessed is the man that hath a virtuous wife, for the number of his days shall be double. How about that? For the beauty of having the godly, full of wisdom and understanding wife. Two, a virtuous woman rejoiceth her husband, and he shall fulfill the years of his life in peace. A good wife is a good portion, which shall be given in the portion of them that fear the Lord. So, if you don't fear the Lord, you're probably not going to get this good wife. All right? You fear the Lord, and she will be sent to you. Okay, and four, it says, Whether a man be rich or poor, if he have a good heart towards the Lord, he shall at all times rejoice with a cheerful countenance. In five, it says, There be three things that mine heart feareth. And for the fourth, I was sore afraid. 
the slander of a city, the gathering together of an unruly multitude, and a false accusation. All these are worse than death. Okay, and like I said, he was accused of uh, trying to overthrow the king and all that. They got into this doctrine here where he's talking about the uh, uh, king's going to be worms. He's going to die and someone else is going to take his throne. He can be in hell when he's done. And the... the uh, fabricators of fables went straight to the king and got him in trouble here but anyway all that and here's a six it says but a grief of heart and sorrow is a woman that is jealous over another woman and the scourge of the tongue which communicateth communicateth with all once again here's the jealousy and uh, whether this is, uh, if she has a reason to be jealous or not, I don't know. But yet there is this uh, terrible fight going on. And look at the scourge of the tongue. That's a terrible thing. The tongue is an evil. It, is, it can be really, really, really evil. Backbiting. In 7 it says an evil wife is a yoke shaken to and fro. He that hath hold of her is as though he held a scorpion. Once again, he's going over the evil that can be in a woman because she was weak and went to the side of the craft at one level or another. When I say the craft, I mean witchcraft. In other words, if you don't have the Holy Ghost, some spirit's going to fill you. Not making excuses. If you have the Holy Ghost, you're not going to be a wicked man or woman, are you? In 8, it says, A drunken woman and a gather abroad causeth great anger, and she will not cover her own shame. So, this lady looks like a drunken harlot and the trouble that comes with adultery. The whoredom of a woman may... Be known in her haughty looks and eyelids. You know the eyelids came from the, the painting of the eyelids? That came from the fallen angels? Yeah, it's there in Enoch. And notice the whoredom here. Uh, a second meaning to all this is the whore Babylon, of course. Um, in all these parables here, but that's a second meaning. These are just down-to-earth Things that we uh, all know are true, not all the time they're not true, but many, 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 most of the time they're true. There's her haughty looks, and uh, yeah, she's coming in, what? Uh, in a manner that everyone knows that she, uh, what do you want to call it? What can I say? Yeah, she's a loose woman. There, that's that's. Not something that I have to censor. Okay, a loose woman. In 10 it says, If thy daughter be shameless, keep her in straightway, lest she abuse herself through overmuch liberty. Okay, there she is. She's young. She doesn't know any better. She's being affected by uh, outside influences. You got to keep an eye on her. 
Watch over an impudent eye and marvel not if she trespass against thee. Okay, because this does happen. That doesn't mean that you have to throw the young lady under the bus here. Uh, but you do have to keep an eye on her and she will go astray. Uh, that's why you need to get her to fear the Lord and absorb the counsel that comes from godly counselors. Twelve. She will open her mouth as a thirsty traveler when he hath found a fountain and drink of every water near her. By every hedge will she sit down and open her quiver against every arrow. All right, I don't have to explain that one. That's done in a similitude here. And uh, I think we all get that, correct? Okay. The grace of a wife delighteth her husband, and her discretion will fat his bones. And the same thing goes for the woman that has a God-fearing husband. The two things work together, don't they? They should. A silent and loving woman is a gift of the Lord, and there is nothing so much worth as a mind well instructed. There it is. How did you get that good wife? It's a gift from the Lord, folks. Fifteen, a shamefast and faithful woman is a double grace, and her continent mind cannot be valued. Okay, so this is above silver and gold. This right here is has a spiritual implication to it of the yoking with the godly spouse here. As the sun, when it ariseth in the high heaven, so is the beauty of a good wife in the ordering of her house. Okay, so she's, she's keeping her house in line. She's keeping the kids in line. She's making sure the bills are paid, whatever their life is. She has taken her portion, and she is ordering her house, and... That's a beautiful thing here in the wisdom of Sirach to have her ordering her house. 17. As the clear light is upon the holy candlestick, so is the beauty of the face in ripe age. Okay, and the candlestick goes back to the law of Moses there in the tabernacle and notice that... You know, in modern times, you got to get a facelift and all that. And you look uglier than when they started. There's a beauty to the ripe, aged face here. And more on the tabernacle in 18. As the golden pillars are upon the sockets of silver, so are the fair feet of a constant heart. That's a beautiful thing. Uh, your heart's being compared to the tabernacle, right? And Paul called the tabernacle of the flesh. It was one of his symbols, symbols of it. All right. I'm in this tabernacle. And he meant his flesh. 
All right, now he's going to speak to the son again, and uh, so we'll relate that to the daughters also. My son, keep the flower of thine age sound, and give not thy strength to strangers. When thou hast gotten a fruitful possession through all the field, sow it with thine own seed, trusting in the goodness of thy stock okay and that goes to the seed you don't want any tampering with any of the types of seed the spiritual seed is number one okay and we all plant that spiritual seed two uh, in your bloodlines you don't tamper with the fallen angels like the uh, like the people from the Ptolemy school of, of thought do those are pure Satanists there that set up the throne of Satan there in Pergamos. They're two twin sister libraries of the earth. And they believe in tampering with God's bloodlines. And they also believe in tampering with animals and their bloodlines and also seed of plants like corn, for instance. All that goes back to Sodom and Gomorrah and Babylon. It is nothing new. They act like, oh, their science is brand new. Does everybody know that Monsanto's uh, company there got in trouble in the 1500s for tampering with seed? It's how far back this goes. It's all documented there in the book of Jaser, the great history book, that the saints studied. Yes, they did. 21, so the race which thou leavest shall be magnified, having the confidence in their good descent. Did you just hear that? These are not bastard slips from the fallen angels. This is the good bloodline. This is not some uh, racist thing. No, stay away from the fallen angels. You don't need to contact them. You, you don't need to... Uh, conjure them you don't need to practice the rituals with the colors and etc or have any kind of sacrifice to try to get the old angels down here to help you and especially you don't want to breed with them like the Rothschilds did like the DuPonts did like the Rockefellers did like the Collins did and do okay where are you getting that, Tom? Listen. They brag about being half angel in the tribe of Dan. Now, that's in their own little speeches, and they don't hide it, okay? It's not on Fox News, but they do not hide it. They are coming out more and more and more with the speeches of the Rothschild dynasty, and they believe in the fallen angels mating with human beings. Now, as we're going into uh, the Maccabees, when we see the uh, sacrifice to Hercules at their Olympics, bloody sacrifice, it's called there in Maccabees, Hercules, for example, was bred with the angels, with the gods, little g. <laughs> and even Europe itself, Euripa, and she was, what, the queen of Crete. And she claimed that she was the daughter of Zeus. 
See, Zeus, the Greek mythology is all tied into Satanism. Yes, it is. That's why Pergamos and Alexandria's libraries had the great shrines to Zeus. All right, so that's the way it is. And here's an admonishment about keeping things from seed, spiritual seed, your plants, and your children clean away from the devils that are out here in the, in the uh, firmaments. 22, and harlot shall be accounted as spittle, but a married woman is a tower against death to her husband. Did you just hear that benefit? Notice the whore here. And the second meaning is what? The whore of Babylon. Okay, and uh, but the first meaning first, there's the one that whored around with the uh, whore, and she's what? Spittle. And look at this benefit to her family. Okay, and the husband and wife are in unison and pulling the wagon in a direction for God Almighty with a fear that's going to mingle right down to the kids. Yes, it is. 23, a wicked woman is given as a portion to a wicked man, but a godly woman is given to him that feareth the Lord. Did you just hear that? Say, I want to complain about my spouse. Oh, she's so terrible. She did X, Y, and Z. Well, you better take a look in the mirror, buddy, according to scripture number 23. How did you end up with this woman? All right, so there's that one. 24, it says, A dishonest woman contemneth shame, but an honest woman will reverence her husband. And that comes from having the fear of the Lord and knowing the doctrine and moving ahead. 25, a shameless woman shall be counted as a dog, but she that is shamefast will fear the Lord. And that goes for all of us. 26, a woman that honoreth her husband shall be judged wise of all, but she that dishonoreth him in her pride shall be counted ungodly of all. Judgment day is coming, folks. The crooked will be made straight, and there'll be nothing hid, okay? No secret will be left, okay? Every bad deed will be exposed someday. And here we have the honor and the dishonor, okay? And the uh, unity versus dialectics. All right, now everybody knows what dialectics are. Hegelian dialectics, we all know what that is, don't we? All right, well then we'll just move on. A loud crying woman and a scold shall be sought out to drive away the enemies. <laughs> that's not, okay, that's humor. All right, that's. Uh, Chirac's uh, humor there. Uh, obviously, they're not going to send the woman to drive away all the enemies here. That is uh, how uh, bad it can be 
that even your enemies run away from this loud crying woman uh, that's scolding everyone, okay? Anyway, I see that light humor there, that personal light humor from Chirac, and you see that once in a while here. 28, there be two things that grieve my heart, and the third maketh me angry. A man of war that suffereth poverty, and men of understanding that are not set by, and one that returneth from righteousness to sin. The Lord prepareth such a one for the sword. Okay, that speaks for itself, right? No commentary there. 29. A merchant shall hardly keep himself from doing wrong, and an huckster shall not be freed from sin. Okay, we all know what a huckster is. A hustler. A hustler, one that doesn't want to work. Okay. So it's hard to stay true blue here. Start hard to stay true blue. And um, if you're a merchant, you're buying and selling, you're involved. And the worst of all of them is the 10 unseen merchant kings. That's an extreme. And I'm not picking on the small business people. But we all have to fear the Lord. And we all have to make sure we don't fall away here. Okay, folks. So I appreciate everyone tuning in again today. And uh, we're going to get this up to everybody so that we can all keep on studying. Bye-bye.